Hey everyone, it's me, Dreamweaver, your friendly neighborhood community manager, and this is Candor's Candor, episode two. I'm here once again this week with uh, Kyle Candor Valley, our creative director, and I'm going to do that most awkward version of that as many times as possible until he punches me out. I think that's my current plan. He- don't say my name like how Holly used to say it, where it always sounded like Eric Carton. <laughs> how do you Ka. Ka. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah no i uh yeah i i don't want to do that now a mixture of canadian and <laughs> canadian and something and holly and holly <laughs> Cal. all right well um so we went over a bunch of things last week we mm-hmm. kind of introed this yep um I kind of want to do a deeper dive on one of the things we talked about this week, last week. It's not going to be super deep. One, because these are supposed to be short, and two, because we don't want to give everything away. Right. But uh, we have the GU. It's coming up in April. We do. Kroll is uh, done a bunch of work on it. He's he worked super hard. They've, he's come up with some fun ideas with you guys. Yes. Um, can we talk about how you came up with the idea for we the can. GU? That's actually a really Let's good Let's talk idea. about that. Yeah, so the sound director, Mark McBride, was making music for us for the expansion like he's done every year for the past three, four years now. I can't remember how long he's been doing it. Um, he did a lot of the music for um, Thal- He did all the music for Thalambra and I think everything since then. So anyway, he was working on music for the Overland Zones, and he went home one weekend, and I guess he watched some spaghetti westerns, you know, good, the bad, and the ugly. Ah! And uh, decided to record a spaghetti western version of one of our Overland Zone themes. That's possibly so. my favorite version of someone doing a spaghetti western, like, ah, wah, wah, wah. yeah. I can really, I can really get into it. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually a massive fan. But um, so he recorded like spaghetti western guitar and you know, and a total theme, and he brought it in. He was just messing around. He was just trying to do something fun and funny. And the team heard it and went, we, we have to do something with that. And usually around this time of the year, we're trying to decide what we're going to do for the game update. And, you know, this year there wasn't ideas aplenty. <laughs> so, and we, we just thought, let's do something with that. And we had an idea of what zone we were getting, you know, to use for that. And we just, we went, yeah. This will work, <laughs> and it and it's kind we of blossomed kind of into a thing. Yeah, we <laughs> unleashed Kroll. We unreached unleashed the Kraken, and let him go nuts with it. And and what what they're going to be getting is very different. It's fun. It's, <laughs> it's going to be yeah. It's, it's going to be weird. It's extremely different for EQ two. It's not like anything we've ever done. Um, but fair warning, it is spaghetti western themed. <laughs> I, I I think, I hope, you know, from what I've seen, uh, players are really, really going to like it. They're going to be excited uh, what they're seeing. But um, yeah. we talked about all sorts of stuff, like not just spaghetti westerns, but like, you know, blazing saddles and like 
um, just movies that we love, Three Amigos, and like we tried to come up with all these ideas for bosses that were, you know, themed from different Western, Western in air quotes, um, type themes. And uh, we used Mark's music to inspire us. And now we're, you know, we're going to have rolling tumbleweeds and all kinds of stuff. So Let's kill hopefully it. spurs jangling and... But the humorous thing is, is it's it's based on the Diaku ogres, who are, you know, they're um, they're descendants of Ralos Zek, they're Ralos Zek's armies. So it's basically like cowboy ogres. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, not swiveling. <laughs> yeah, take that note. Don't swivel. We're gonna keep Starting this. We're gonna now. keep this part in. Mostly because I want to, I want everyone to know that Kyle got a note from our sound guy to not swivel as much in his chair. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're like you two. We get antsy. We swivel in our chairs. Absolutely. I'm trying really hard not to touch my face with my hands at exactly. the moment. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm really trying hard. That's why I, I keep on wanting hands, to do it. Yeah. Have my hands in my armpits. You know. Yeah. Oh, I get it. <laughs> it's a good way to lock them in. Uh, so when, uh, we don't want to give too much away Mm -hmm. about what we have planned, but we, we did give a bit and Mm -hmm. I think it's really exciting and it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it'll absolutely be different and, and we are getting some good support from art. So there will be some, some cool stuff and the zone is really cool. Awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, we can't give too much away, but just know that. It's gonna be when sweet we, when we take crawl off the off the chain. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a rootin' tootin' good exactly. time. He's a creative dynamo, so it'll be it'll be great. Yeah. Um. So uh, another thing that I think we can talk about now that is is going to be kind of upcoming mm-hmm. uh, in the next few months is we're going to be making some changes to the overseer system. We are. We're mm-hmm. going to be, uh, you mentioned last episode, we're going to be doing some changes with class balance that are going to make an appearance in the right. GU. Um, is there anything else that's coming in the GU that we can expect or that players can expect since, you know, I have um, to expect everything at all times. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a lot of, you know, a lot of um, class stuff, um, but the overseer system we're adding a new season to. So, um, and to give you some background on that, the seasons are based on the progression of EQ2. So the first opening um, season was Shattered Lands. Right. Um, so the next one will be Deserts of Flame themed. And so the quests and the, you know, the agents that you have for your overseer system will be Deserts of Flame themed, which, you know, is kind of Arabian Nights meets, um... EQ2. EQ2, right. (laughs) I was looking for something other than that, but, um... Arabian Nights meets high fantasy? Yes, sure, that works. All right. Well, that counts. I'm counting that. And that's the plan is each season will be based off of a past expansion. Okay. For now. Um, So you can look forward to, you know, Kingdom of Sky, Echoes of Fedor, and so on. Awesome. (laughs) Um, Like we have, we're using lawn art. So that was part of the idea of the Overseers. We had 
all of this, all of this um, Legends of Norath art, which was the card game that used to be in in EverQuest too. And um, we thought the art was just amazing, and we really wanted to find a way to do something with it. It was a, it wasn't exactly the art that drove us to the Overseer system. The Overseer system was more of a uh, implementing quests in EverQuest Two is very time consuming. Um, we've gotten better tools over the years, but it still takes a lot of time. Um, when you go through a signature line, you know, with a new expansion, and you do it in two days, just know that it took that designer, specifically Kathiel, most of the time that it took him months to implement that content. So, um, so the overseer system is kind of a way that we can put in these cool little stories and cool little like seeds to your imagination. That was kind of the idea. Whereas, you know, we can, we can type, you know, two or three sentences about what you're doing or, and then the rest is in your imagination, right? You're like, oh, wow, this would be really cool. I totally remember fighting, you know, Lady Vox and she was undead and this is really cool. And so, we, and, and the feedback has been a lot of that. They really like the system. They like the agents. They like, you know, being able to see the art. Um, and that was what we were shooting for. And then the idea is, is we started out with a relatively simple system because we didn't want to overwhelm people. We wanted something that was just kind of fun. We also wanted a system that you weren't going to play full time. Right. Yeah. You know, it's supposed I, to be something that you do quickly. Yeah, you kind of pick is, up and put down. The idea is you can log in, send out some quests and then go play. Right. And then, you know, so that's kind of what we shot for and where we went. And so in April we'll be, we'll be adding levels to the overseer. So you'll be able to level up your overseer and get rewards and achievements and stuff by so your your quests will give you overseer experience experience awesome right and then as you level up your overseer you will unlock certain things um there's still one or two things up in the air but mostly we wanted a way to to gauge like you know progression you've been playing and now now you've reached a certain level and now you've unlocked a new expansion just kind of like the way you do you know in everquest too right so, um, and then we're always looking at feedback. We're always trying to add, you know, um, the quality of life type stuff that people ask for. Right. And then the, the idea is to just kind of keep adding cool little stuff to that. We really like it. We have no intention of abandoning it. It's, it's a great system. Um, we're going to be using it for the summer ethereals this year for the first time, which could be really exciting. Um, and luckily, um, Nathan, uh, Kathiel has kind of worked out a lot of the problems with implementing overseer stuff for live events. Nice. Um, so, and he's managed to do two live events and add content for right. that, which is really also a huge thing, right? Like, cause he gets to add extra little story bits. It speeds right. up things for Well, him. and the thing is, is implementing in the overseer system is days as opposed to weeks. Right. Um, so he's been able to add more to the live events um, that act more quickly, right. which, which means we can add more, more you know, content for players yes, during live yes, events and I things mean, like that and make things more interesting and have more stuff to do in the overseer system. So, but yeah, so that's kind of the plan. Nice. All right. Well, 
Um, this is not game related, but it is Candor's Candor. So I, I do have some questions for you. Okay. Um, the first question is it's pouring outside right now and it has been for the last few days. Yeah. It's so raining. It is, it is really raining here. <laughs> so, uh, what is like your favorite rainy day activity? Like what is something you really Gaming. love to do? See, yeah. that's perfect. What are what are you doing right now? Like, what are you playing? Um, well, Let's see. I play Hearthstone. I've been playing Hearthstone for a while. Okay. I like Hearthstone because you can get in and play for 30 minutes, feel like you did something, and get out. Um, I played Witcher 3 finally, so that's really embarrassing. Nice. But uh, It only it came out in, what, 2015? <laughs> you're yeah, you're yeah. caught up. Yeah, so that's how far behind I am. But, I, I mean, I typically play. I played God of War when it first came out, the last one. So um, I didn't wait five years to play that one because I was – super excited to be clear it was worth it yeah that game was spectacular and like and i was kind of sad that i didn't play witcher 3 sooner that makes sense because i found it quite fun it was a great game i really enjoyed it yeah um i also play a couple other mmos that i'm not gonna name (laughs) 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 a couple of them i've been playing for mm, a couple years so um and i play eq2 Every year diligently, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't play it constantly. I used to be a raider, um, and then I kind of became a casual player, and then as we have less and less time, but um, I do play through everything before it goes out. Like, we play on beta, and we play. We do have also, we have we have devs who play EverQuest, too. Like, they play it daily. Religiously. Yeah. Daily, yes. We have a couple that play it religiously yeah um i mean i have keep in I, mind like i am in the game every day in yeah. some form or fashion so uh, i mean <laughs> makes um, sense but um i mean we have we have people that play and you know still enjoy it so um i'm not saying i don't enjoy it yeah <laughs> <laughs> we might clear. we might cut that part <laughs> or at least cut the still out <laughs> yeah um, well, it's interesting. I mean, after, you know, being involved with something for so long, it hasn't died to me. You know, it hasn't yeah. become this chore. It's still a joy to create content. I still have a fantastic time making, you know, content and worlds and like especially the last expansion, you know, the going to Luckland. And for us who played through Luckland originally in, in EverQuest, we had a great time. Um, coming up with what we were going to show and how we were going to show it and how the world has changed with the overall story of EverQuest 2 because, you know, the the moon got blown up at right. that time. Yeah. So, and then reassembling it was was like, there was all part of this plan, right? When, we, pokey, when we pokeballed care yes. <laughs> when we When we did that, um, <laughs> there was, it, was, it was always the plan to go there. Right. And, and finally we thought that the time was right. So Awesome. Um we still have a ton of ideas. We still have a ton of places we want to go. Um, we have a lot of stuff we want to do that wasn't in EverQuest. Right. Um, we have a lot of ideas for that. So, and we we still have ideas that are you know nostalgic for that. But I think um, after Luckland, we'll probably do something totally ours. You know? Nice. That's kind of what we're thinking about. I'm excited. Nothing's set in stone, but... Right, of course. We've talked about, like, doing, you know, like a 
Ravenloft style expansion, you know, sure. that's horror and spooky and werewolves and stuff like that. We've talked about all kinds of stuff. So, you know, awesome. we, we have lots of ideas, yeah. um, but we definitely like moving forward. We want to try to do something that's fun and, and different and, you know, has that spirit of adventure. And it's still uniquely EQ too. And right. Right. I mean, everything we do, even though, like, say, we go to Luckland and you, and you, know, you went to Luckland and EverQuest, but our Luckland is totally different. Right. You know? We have the little bits and pieces that are obviously have to be there, you know, for it to be Luckland. But overall, we created what I consider our very own, you know, Luckland expansion. Right. And, I, and there's more to come. Yeah. And there's more. <laughs> we have more stuff planned. It's, yes. it's super exciting. I've gotten some light hints about some of those things. And I, I can tell you that I'm stoked. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Um, I think the one last thing we can kind of talk about is kind of, it's not just a you thing. It's kind of combined you and me thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be resurrecting the Community Resource Council. Right. Um, and we're going to be... I guess this is me explaining a little bit more, um, but you can tell me what your hopes are for it after I kind of explain to them what Mm -hmm. we're doing. Um, We're going to be separating it into two different groups. We're going to have a Kaladim-specific group, and we're going to have a live server group. Mm -hmm. They're going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit more public-facing than they were last time, Mm -hmm. but they're still going to function really similar to how they did in the past, uh, except they won't be for all of our titles. They will be uniquely and expressly for EQ2, and there will be more information on the forums and Discord in the next week's ish for those um but i'm super excited about that mostly um for how that's going to function how players will interact with the community resource council players um and it, it kind of goes towards a lot of our community driven initiatives and things like that and i think that's going to be super exciting you want to talk a little bit about what your hopes are for it um i mean for me i've been involved in a couple of them and we've always not had the resources to give them the justification that they deserve. So having a committed community manager who wants to do this is exciting. And it's all about just getting feedback. It's having players of all different play styles, you know, um, and having a forum where we can, I mean, ultimately there are going to be, we're going to have people under NDA and we can tell them stuff that isn't happening yet and, and get their feedback. right? Right. So the idea is, one of the biggest feedback things we see a lot, especially over the years from EverQuest 2, is why don't you ask the player base about this change? Right. And so that's that would be a forum that I would really enjoy to have, you know, a place where we could say, we were thinking about doing this. And right. they can all go, ah, or they can all go, yay. Right. You know, or, they, or we can get the mixed reviews and decide, you know, to punt on something. Yeah. But that's... That's ultimately what I would love to see from it. And as far as the the TLE version of it is trying to get more more feedback and ideas for how we can make the TLEs more exciting and right. and more um, obviously um, tailored to what they want to see. Right. So, and I, I think it's important to note for those of you who are listening to this. Um, it's not that we don't listen to the feedback on Discord or the forums now. This is more of kind of a focused thing. It's a, it's a focus group. There There's a lot of things that we we read the feedback. The feedback comes from me directly to the devs. Like, 
we definitely listen to what you guys talk about. We read a bunch of it. I try and respond to as much of it as possible, and I know a few of the devs do as well. But there, there are instances in which things like the Community Resource Council will be super helpful to us. And it, it's also important to note, like I said earlier, it won't function quite the same way it did in the past. So you guys will see a lot of... Um, backwards visibility on this, on decisions that the council made, on things that were brought to the dev team by the council, on on specific issues and things like that. And like I said, there'll be a lot more information regarding it on the forums and on Discord in the few in the next few weeks. But it is something that we're we're super excited for. I like it as a as an effort to be more transparent with our player base. And yeah. I, they think that we don't desire that at times, but we do. And then there's times where it's just like having stones flung at your head. Stuff goes by so fast, you know. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to catch you things. You don't catch it. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it for this week. Like I said, these are just supposed to be bite-sized little fun episodes. Kyle, thank you very much for being once again our star for Candor's Candor. Yeah. <laughs> like a star. You are a star. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. This is Dreamweaver, your friendly community manager, signing off. We'll see you in game. <laughs>